Hey Bryce. What's up? It's it's been a while since we've recorded. Have you noticed? I did notice. <laughs> okay. But we're back. We're so back. We're back. And should we say we're back with a vengeance? <laughs> or we're just back, regular back. We're just Yeah, what are we back. getting vengeance on though? Maybe we're back with a prevengeance. We're getting vengeance on the silence. <laughs> so, so something uh, that we <laughs> okay. that hasn't yet offended us. <laughs> That's right. Which okay. We're not easily offended, are we? I don't know. I feel like I'm medium easily offended but maybe I need to try harder (laughs) yeah I know you too well to know you don't really mean offense (laughs) when I say mean things to you (laughs) I don't say mean things to Paul no ever almost never Um, no I say something mean uh, also today we have a guest we have a guest host uh, who's I would say our guest host today is an expert young lad uh, <laughs> yeah. What's up? Yeah. Uh, our guest is Dallin. What's up? Uh, Dallin actually happens to be my nephew. So, mm-hmm. uh, nepotism. Keep it in yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's, That's cool. right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, hey. Well, while while we're while we're on that line, uh, thinking, Dallin uh, is uh, studying photography and. He sells his photos on DallinJohnson.com. Oh right? yeah, that, right? Yeah, you can you can hire me as a photographer if you want. What do you What do you photograph? Mostly? Uh, I mostly do wildlife. Oh, and so I'm I'm studying in school biology and stuff about the environment. Hopefully someday. What I thought I you're can, studying photography. Yeah, I'm studying photography and and that stuff. Oh, hopefully someday I can use photography to help you know protect the environment and stuff. Cool. Yeah, that's like the goal. Like Geo. Yeah, that would, that would be cool. Sweet. Dallin has some cool classes. Like he's taking a class that's just straight up called dinosaurs. <laughs> and listen to this one, Bryce. Um, wait, Lance, was it called Landscapes of Disaster? Yeah, yeah. He's taking a class called Landscapes of Disaster, which I feel like that could be the name of an episode about relationships gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Landscapes of Disaster. It's true. Or a book title. Yes, the, but, the charred corpse of a... <laughs> the charred landscape of a, of a, a relationship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. Well, so we basically... Last time we wrapped up all our talk about Marriage Briggs stuff. Oh, yeah, we did. We talked about that for a long time. Long, long Man, time. I'm so Marriage briggs out. But... <laughs> <laughs> and, have you ever taken that test, the Myers Briggs test? No, uh, maybe, maybe, but I totally forgot about it. Like, yeah, I don't know. So, anyways, it's interesting stuff, though. Yeah. We went over it kind of in a lot of detail, but today yeah. we're actually talking about fathers, and uh, so we're mostly going off of a USA Today article. This is actually a little bit. This is from last year, but it's an article called "Why Dads Matter" oh. in USA Today. And they took a bunch of information from a child psychiatrist and clinical professor of child psychiatry at Yale named Dr. Kyle Pruitt, Mm. talking about the importance of fathers. Dallin and I share a father figure in our life since he's my nephew, so my dad (laughs) was his grandfather. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. he used to go around, he he used to say, good man. Not many of us left. <laughs> that was, did, you, did you ever say that to you? I'm pretty sure. I That's what your dad that, used yeah. to say? Yeah, he used to say. Not man. many of us left. Good man, Paul. Not many of us left. <laughs> like, and and I, actually, um, there is some truth to, to the um, you know fathers like not having as much of a role in 
yeah. As time has gone on, like fathers have been kind of missing, or they become more missing, and yeah, well, there's in the lives of sure children in general. Yeah, there's a lot of declines. Um, Yeah, my dad used to give because, like, um, like at at our at our church, he would give talks every once in a while. And I remember fairly often he would read from some article. I've never actually been able to find it. I've gone and looked for it, but it was something. I think it was either called. Father, where are you? Or where are the fathers? And hmm. this was back like, I don't know, probably in the late 80s or 90s. It was probably like some Reader's Digest article hmm. or something. But it was basically talking about, yeah, more more children being raised by single moms and defects. That was yeah. supposedly well, that, that's study. skyrocketed now compared to then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. Okay, so um, because dads, and it's also true that uh, I would say in general, like in our entertainment and stuff, there has there is some truth to the fact that uh, I feel like the the role, the importance of a father, is kind of downplayed a little bit, maybe, or yeah, it's not popular to talk about. Hey, dad. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're in such a weird, such a weird place culturally nowadays. Like when it comes to views on gender like it's just like i mean in some ways it's better in a lot of ways it's better yeah right? like there's more opportunities for women so sure. um you know it's more okay to talk about you know like the whole me too thing you know a lot of abuses have come to light and you know mores and and film industry are starting to change uh, to some extent i don't know to what extent but um yeah, but in other ways, it's like topsy turvy. Like, uh, and yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, you know the male role in in certain ways has been um, kind of diminished. Um, yeah, yeah. There was some book um, I don't remember. This was like a few years back, and it was called "Are Men Necessary?" <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of. I like... mean, there's a. I mean, this we're kind of. <laughs> getting into like more controversial territory and honestly we're gonna do that even more like n- next week when we talk about uh get used the, to it the listeners. other cold war you know the, the about yeah. male female dynamics yes yeah, so get right. used to it but you know uh, uh this is controversial territory i also think it's important territory. it is um hey truth is controversial well or approximations of the truth, at least very uh, anyway. approximations of the truth um, are controversial. You know, but I, I think um, uh, I don't want to get too controversial. Men are kind of an easy target. Let's just put it that way. Sure. Um, I, in in some yeah, in some ways, I, in a lot of cases, they totally deserve it. In other way, in other cases, they don't deserve it as much as they get. Um, that's all I'm going to say about it for now. Because by the way, it's I'm more... underslept, so I'm a little bit grumpy. Sure. I'm not as lucid, uh, and I don't want to say any. I don't want to say anything uh, careless that's gonna get get us in trouble. Um, at right. least, yeah. So, so anyway, there's my uh, obligatory excuse. Yeah, there, there you have it. Yeah. I, I do think in general that it's more socially acceptable to to put men in the crossfire yeah. sometimes. You know, Absolutely, it's just like that's yeah. just the way it is. But um, and when really, there may what, be some good reason for that. that but, um, you know, we can be fair to both genders, right? To, to give the benefit of the doubt as much as we can to both genders. Yep. Uh, even when we don't like or understand, you know, yep. certain behaviors or patterns or views or whatever. Totally. 
Yeah. Um, okay, well, some of the things this article kind of starts out talking about is that it has a little bit of a disclaimer that, look, you know, if you're, grown, if you're in a family that doesn't have a father figure and you can't... You're doomed! No, and you can't do anything about it, like, you know, it doesn't mean um, that... Yeah, it doesn't mean you're doomed. And um, But it might be harder, you know. It, it might be more difficult to get some of the benefits that you get with yeah. a, an involved father figure. And a lot of the things that this article port, points out, too, are that even if you don't have, like, a... Um, a biological father in a in a marriage with your mother or whatever, or you know, if the family isn't a traditional family that um, there's divorce, separation, or whatever, uh, having the father figure involved is still you get some of these benefits from just having the father yeah. figure involved. So, yeah, yeah, yeah because again, like th- this, I mean, anyone versed in the sciences knows that. You know, the language of science is statistics, right? Which is yeah. about probabilities. So same thing with this. It's not like, you know, a, a child raised by a single mom is going to invariably have a terrible, have terrible life outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's there's plenty of evidence, you know, plenty of cases, tons that, that disprove that. But when we're talking about the likelihood of positive outcomes, yeah, yeah. like, uh, you know, the, yeah. the more fatherly influence, uh, the better. And by the way, we should also mention like, this is all, uh, um, you know, we're we're presuming people already agree that like yeah, mothers are important too. I mean, we're not yeah. talking specifically uh, about yeah. them, but obviously, mothers are tremendous. I mean, first and foremost, are the ones that actually give life, and you know, can you know, biologically are you know equipped to take care of the child in the early years. Blah blah. Sure. Anyway. So, so we don't mean to downplay that at all. It's just we're not talking yeah. specifically about it this time. We'll have an episode later sometime yeah. about mothers. We're not yeah. hating on them. Right, not at all. We love our mothers. Yeah, they're the best. And uh, <laughs> we love our fathers. And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Dallin, what do you and, think? We haven't heard from you in a while. That's right. Oh, also, uh, disclaimer, none of us are fathers, but, but we've all had fathers. So. I love you, Mom. I love you, Dad. <laughs> all right. There you go. All right. So uh, there, um, there was a Father's Day thing that I was at, and they were passing out like candy bars to all the guys. But they gave us them to us single guys too, and it was just a candy bar. And instead of the Hershey's, the regular Hershey's wrapper, they just had this thing on there that said "You the man." And <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Anyways, um, just a random aside. Uh, okay, so let's go over some of these stats and see what we think about them. Uh, so, um. This thing, no, there's not too many stats. There's not too many stats, but there's a few. Um, general findings. Supposedly, if you have an involved father in your life, you're three times less likely to be a criminal before you're 18. That's good. Um, yeah. This kind of made me think of the whole that whole uh, story about like the the teenage elephants in Africa that when they took away the male bulls. You heard this? No. Oh, you sh- I'm sure you've heard it once sometime. I, I focus on human-centered <laughs> stories. <laughs> well, and, and I take... Nothing wrong with, with interspecies. I, I take uh, lessons from, yeah. our, from yeah. our animal yeah. brethren and sisters uh, and aliens. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, it was like this uh, uh, preserve where they had taken away all the adult male bull elephants and the teenage males started, like, going all crazy and they were, like killing other animals supposedly they would kill rhinos mm. every once in a while they just like push them over and then stand on them mm. stuff and they were being like kind of violent 
and they're trying to figure out what to do. And then somebody had the idea, just put a few male bulls back in there. And they did that. And they immediately, like, the teenagers, like, got back in line and stopped doing all that stuff. They would try yeah. to do it again, but the male bulls would go over to them mm-hmm. and, like, get mad at them and so you're saying that talk trash. Father, talk elephant fathers. Elephant trash. Prevent <laughs> their children trash. from becoming criminal elephants. Yeah, pretty much. That's good. Yeah, and likewise, with humans, uh, you know... Um, it's and this this article talks a little bit about like look moms and dads have different discipline styles, um, yeah. something about the dis- again we're talking on average on again, average these are things yeah on that, average yeah that these are some of the assumptions anyway go on yeah so um so this here's just a little quote here uh, mothers tend to use social and emotional consequences in disciplining their kids fathers focus on how the child fits into the real world warning friends. Uh, or jobs are at stake if they continue bad behavior. Yeah, the difference in perspectives gives kids a broader repertoire to choose from when it comes to hashing out issues. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, I don't know. It gives you different perspective of ways to solve problems. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Um, I I, don't know. Yeah. I think like I totally agree with that. You know, my mom would always be um, about emotions. If I ever had to talk about like. Uh, something I was feeling or whatever, I would go talk to my mom. But my dad, you know, I don't know what I would do without him. He taught me so many useful skills, like how to change the oil in the car, how to uh, manage your finances, all that type of stuff. Not that my mom couldn't have taught me that stuff, but I mean, just that my dad. You got different perspectives. Yeah, I got I got both both sides of the story. I got both yeah. perspectives, and yeah. I think. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what I would do without both of those. Yeah, they're both, like, valuable. So the one time when Dallin, like, went to his parents individually and was like, I'm thinking about committing a crime. And, uh, <laughs> and my mom was like, no. do, do what you feel. <laughs> but, sure. And my dad said no. Yeah, Because like, it's going to prevent you from getting a job later on. Dad was like, excuse me, go to your room. We'll talk about this later. Uh, no Pokemon Go for you for a couple weeks or something. Oh, my <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I can. I need to think about this. I'm sure it's true in my life too. Like, uh, it's I can. I mean, I I understand that emotional thing. Like, yeah, my mom when I did something mm-hmm. uh, that she didn't like, she would get very emotional mm-hmm. about it. Um, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of what it's talking about. Yeah. Well, they use social and emotional consequences. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this, uh, this is tricky for me because my mom was, she had emotions like anyone. Um, yeah. I, in Myers-Briggs, she was probably an F. Um, but uh, but she was an intensely practical person. So, I don't know. Where, whereas my dad, he's he's more of the, he's more feelings-oriented, more, uh, well, but even that, I don't know. I just, I do think. I guess yeah. I think some of this can be explained by personality, but even then, like you're gonna see some differences even between men and women. And by the way, this article started out. He pointed out that the gen- there are gender. Gen- well, he says the gender differences are outweighed by the gender similarities. I think that's a good point as well. Sure. Um, you know, there's a lot of overlap between men and women, between fathers and mothers, um, and there are some differences. You know. But, yeah. And, and I think the differences can be instructive, right? But Again, it's not like they're so different that um, 
Yeah, they're, they're, there's a lot of similarities. Sure, and there's probably even just benefits from having two parents involved, sure. regardless of the gender differences. Just sure. the fact that there's kind of like a team. Yeah. As long as they're generally like, you know, not always totally disagreeing about everything about yeah. child discipline. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, oh, well so, I remember what I was uh, going to say. Yeah. Okay, so one thing that um, with my dad, and maybe he's listening, maybe he's not, I don't know. But um, <laughs> Hello, Bryce's dad. Hello. Uh, my, my dad is um, like the most disciplined, uh, honorable to a fault uh, kind of kind of person. He he said that if he had been a, an American colonist uh, during the Revolution, he probably would have uh, been a Tory. He would have sided with with Britain because of his, you know, it kind of stems from his just okay. like infallible sense of duty. I think anyway. Ah. So that's something that um, not that my mom was dishonest or anything, but but my dad was. Um, that was something that I think was a really distinct uh, aspect of his parenting style is that he was very. Uh, duty oriented and he encouraged all of us kids to also like don't cut corners like sure. you know if if this principle is correct like you you, you have to stick with that yeah um, you know come uh, I think it would have gotten caught up in the emotion of the times and been a rebel but I think I would have preferred to be farther <laughs> inland farther away from the Tories just in okay. case we lost uh, so then is that I can... the term the Tories is that Tory the yeah they're Tories okay. I mean yeah. um, you know my dad had a a very tender parenting style by the mm. time I came around. Now, I heard he was, I heard that with my older brothers mm. that my parents were a little bit more uh, disciplined or a little bit more Lax. gave discipline. Oh. Um, oh I, I don't know if that's true or not. Maybe it's just because I was generally a pretty good kid, but mm-hmm. but I wasn't always like, uh, uh, I remember one time specifically when I got in trouble at school for something and I started a little fire. <laughs> I know in retrospect this was like my one rebel moment in grade school um, and it was really uh, a brief moment but my dad was really tender about it he just like took me for a drive and just talked about the dangers of fire <laughs> and uh, and that was the end of it man I didn't get grounded I didn't get punished at all uh, but I never repeated anything like that again yeah. and, um, and in general after that um uh, I really hardly ever got into any kind of trouble at all. Like I, um, I just kind of knew what my parents would expect, and yeah. um, I, I was a pretty good kid. So, yeah. But, anyways, okay. Well, let's move on. Um, okay, uh, children with involved fathers are more likely to delay sex. Uh, you get less teenage pregnancy. Um, that's always good. I mean, this talks mm-hmm. about how. Children feel valued and therefore don't need to look for love elsewhere. So, yeah, that's a yeah. good thing. Uh, you got a comment? <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about this one. It shouldn't one. be controversial. It depends on who you talk to. But, um, uh. well, I'm sure there's – I don't have a source on this. But, but you know, like like uh, female teenage pregnancies, right? Like uh, – as, what opposed, I understand, there's, as that? opposed to male teenage pregnancies. <laughs> I know. That was, hey, I'm underslept. All right. I was trying to figure yeah. that out as yeah. well. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's sim- you could argue. Anyway. Okay. All right. What? Go ahead. Um, Spit it out, Bryce. Yeah. Well, there's at least tons of anecdotal evidence. And I, I think there's also been you know a lot of scientific evidence that uh, basically backing this up, you know, that, that when we're talking specifically about teenage girls, right, that. 
if if she feels a lack of love and support from her father figure, she'll you know the psychology of it is that is that she'll tend to seek that out with with other men, right? Yeah. In in ways okay. that actually aren't gonna, um, you know, be constructive for the long term, right? Yeah. Um. With, hence the teenage pregnancy. Anyway. Sure. There's my controversy. I feel thing. like the junior high that I went to, we had a lot of teenage pregnancies yeah. and a ton of broken homes. I mean, yeah. it was tough. I actually hated junior high, but a story for another time. <laughs> um, okay. Um, but speaking of school, uh, kids with fathers do better in school. Actually, this says an involved father has a profound effect on the child's ability as a student. That's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty big. Yeah. Additive. Um, yeah, um, this thing says, there's a two, 2016 article, um, says that U.S. teenagers with supportive fathers have greater optimism, self-efficacy, and better school achievement. Uh, even for fathers with little education and limited English, mm. you still have that effect on your kids. Daughters perform better in math. Sons perform better in language. Mm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. There's an interesting thing here that I thought it talks about even from as a, even as a small child. Now, we talked about some other uh, study or some Freakonomics article in another episode where, uh, like, the more words you hear between, like, zero and eight months or something or three years, I can't remember, that you have this, like, advantage. Your brain uh, is, like, um, it's, like, always one step ahead of hmm. people who don't have that as much language as a small child. But one of the advantages that fathers give is that um, fathers don't, uh, they don't modify their speech as much when speaking to kids, like uh, mothers yeah. tend to. And so it forces the kid to like, uh, up their game to talk with the father normally. Um, you could see that as just a selfish thing. Like the dad's like, I'm not going to change my language for you, kid. <laughs> well, I don't think yeah. it's conscious. <laughs> it's not conscious, <laughs> uh, but they don't put forth the effort to like modify the language. But supposedly yeah. that's a good thing. If it, uh, it yeah. increases the children's, uh, language ability it forces them to work harder kids are men are less likely to finish a child's sentence you know yeah so anyways yeah. it's like throwing the kid into the swimming pool you know um yeah you know and i think a little bit that's gonna tend to be for whatever legitimate reasons you know that's gonna tend to be more of the male approach to things yeah um and you know i just want to backtrack a little bit i just remembered like you know thinking more on it like um when we're talking about uh, the discipline styles of both mom and dad and how yeah. fathers will tend to focus on how the child fits in the real world and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was really true with, with my parents. Um, uh, I, I think, uh, I mean, I learned so much from both parents um, and, and a lot of it was, was overlapped. But uh, I think, you know, my dad, he was an economist while I was growing up and, and he later changed his um, career. But... Anyway, I, I learned so much about how the world works from my dad, you know, and and uh, I learned, learned about history, learned about music, learned about economics, you know, current events. Um, cool. You know, my mom was interested in some of those things as well, not all of them. <laughs> um, and I and I learned other things from my mom, you know, more about like, you know, taking care of other people, uh, you know, learning from other cultures. Um, um, you yeah. know, serving others. So I don't know. I guess <clears throat> I, I'm realizing. Yeah, I learned a lot of this. Like the the my place in the world. Uh, I learned a lot of that from watching my dad and learning from my dad as well. 
Anyway. Did he teach you these things in cool dad songs? Like, Bryce? <laughs> and he pulled out his guitar and it's time no, to teach no, you about no. your place my, my dad, in the world. My dad's very, very <laughs> musical and, uh, Is and very talented. <laughs> and and <laughs> he considers anything that's not like classical uh, <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to be jungle music. Uh, <laughs> My parents listened to like a lot of Elvis and Roy Orbison and stuff. Uh-huh. I think I think my parents were really similar. You know, my mom was good at some things with school, and other times when I asked her something, "Can you help me with this this homework?" she'd say, "No, go ask your dad." Yeah, uh, and it was it was good to have both sides of the story, you know, and to, and yeah. to get get both of those perspectives. You know, my dad was good at some things, my mom was good at other things. Yeah. Yep. And look at Dylan; he's going to college. Oh yeah. <laughs> And Bryce and I went to college. Of course, this is all anecdotal, but we all—I think we all did pretty well in school. Um, we had involved fathers. It's all just anecdotal, but yeah. But yeah, I did really well in school. Always like from—I mean, I think from fourth grade was the first time I got like straight A's on my report card, and I was like, "Whoa, I can get straight A's." Yeah, <laughs> I think then, that was definitely one of those for me. It's uh, it was both definitely because my mom, she's she was Chinese and very pro education, and and my dad was. Playing pro education too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And my parents pushed that too. Neither of my parents went to college. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Um, I mean, my mom took a few community college classes, mm. but I don't think she even never finished her associate's degree. Mm. Uh, and now my dad was in the Navy and then just basically worked as mm. kind of like a mechanic of sorts uh, for like his whole life. And mm. my mom like worked as a secretary, but she didn't have any formal education apart from high school, really, in a few college classes college classes but no degree but but they always like wanted us to go to college they like really pushed that so. yeah uh okay well okay another thing is supposedly kids with involved fathers stay at their job longer um i mean i've kind of hopped around from job to job you, you and me both so that has something something to do with my <laughs> easily getting bored at some jobs or um but this the thing this thing talks about though is that um you're more likely it might increase your likelihood of leaving a job if you don't have good problem-solving skills, and you get you can learn different problem-solving skills from a mother than you can from a father, and so having both is useful. Yep. And that you might you're less likely to leave a job for oh, boy. You know, I can think of too many difficult people I've been involved with in my life uh, who had crappy, who were terrible at co- handling conflict. And and who happen to have crappy, uh, you know, father uh, figures in their life. Um, yeah. yeah. Anecdotal again, but yeah. Yeah, it's anecdotal. But though this says, I mean, this guy says, um, children with involved fathers are better problem solvers mm-hmm. and deal better with frustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. mean, like I felt my dad had kind of like a calming influence on me mm-hmm. when I'd be frustrated about something. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like the feeling I would get after talking to him about something. It was like, it's going to be okay. Don't worry yeah. too much about it. You yeah. know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll say something, another controversial. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting. No, maybe I was I done. Okay. I was going to say, do you have any controversial <laughs> <laughs> comments? Well, you yeah, you know, I think, uh, again, just looking back to my own uh, family uh, growing up, like my mom, my mom was a very tough woman. She was... Uh, extremely capable um uh, but uh uh when it came to (laughs) 
she was she wasn't entirely consistent in in applying rules in the family. Some some of my siblings got off scot free, I felt, and others, you know, got the brunt of of things. Um, hmm. and whereas you know, with my dad, um, it, which, which you know came across as unfair. Now that you know whether it was or not is a topic for another time because they're different kids, they have different needs for you know parenting styles or whatever. But uh, one thing I, I recognize with my dad is that. He was very fair and consistent uh, about playing rules, um, uh, which, which I think can help a person be a better problem solver. I like to think it helped me be a better problem solver, but I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and then and did you sing a song about the rules? No, okay. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, so I think really back joke. to like, um, you know, my dad especially, but... Uh, not just my dad, but all of the father figures in my life have, uh, like it, like it says, helping me be a better problem solver and dealing with better frustration and not giving up, you know, not just with jobs, but with, uh, like everything in life. You know, I, I think back to like soccer coaches, tennis coaches, youth leaders, church leaders, all these different father figures that they all taught me different things. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful that I had these figures in my life to teach me, you know, how to solve problems and not give up. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's another thing this thing says. It's kind of interesting. Right after the quote that you read, it talks about how uh, men engage in, like, rough and tumble play with their children. And there's yeah. a theory that this helps re- helps kids regulate their emotions. Mm. There's truth to that. Like, mm. a, a dad's more likely to, like, grab the kid and just, like, lock him in a lock and be like try to get out now kid and, <laughs> deal with your emotions <laughs> and, and that might feel very frustrating but at the same time it's like you you just learn to deal with it and it's like it's okay you know that's uh, how life works you got to deal with it yeah exactly. now deal with this <laughs> i definitely dealt with some of that through older brothers too uh-huh, yeah <laughs> i had a bunch yeah. of older brothers yeah. and so it was like Every day that was yeah. like well, and and again, <laughs> that that that's kind of again speaking very broadly, but that's kind of the male approach to to play, you know, is is more physical, hands on. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, we didn't get enough information here. I, I'd like to know what what mecha- by what mechanism that helps people helps kids regulate their emotions. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it maybe it helps them set a, a more. A lower, th- <laughs> maybe it helps them get things in perspective. Like, ah, never mind. It's not well, right. I don't know it, but that like rough and tumble play is all intermixed. You might have uh, negative emotions when your mm-hmm. dad's like roughhousing you, but at the same time, the playful nature of it is like yeah. there's a, you probably also feel love <laughs> sure when it's happening yeah maybe it's a more of like yeah. okay this negative emotion isn't necessarily yeah. all there is or, or, um yeah or maybe it's the, i don't really like, know though. that's the, just theory the, the long-term consequences are so minimal like once you're out of the chokehold and you're no longer uncomfortable you're like okay that wasn't that bad and yeah. now i know how to deal with emotions i don't yeah. know <laughs> i don't know either it could be one of, one of those but um okay we'll another... have to ask university of michigan psychology professor brenda voling Next time we see her. Oh, yeah, that's right. We'll have to ask her. Um, also, uh, okay, children who grow up with both mothers and fathers are less likely to gender stereotype. One of the things this says is that um, if you if you are nurtured by both uh, a man and a woman, a mother and a father, you don't think it's only mothers who can nurture. Mm. Um, okay, 
Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you could maybe, I don't know, I guess you could say the opposite too. Like if you're disciplined by both a, f- a father and a mother, you don't think it's only fathers that can discipline it. But yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I guess That's just true. if you have two involved parents, mm-hmm. um, yeah. that you get kind of both sides of it and that you see yeah. that they both play roles. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, oh, go ahead. I don't know. No, that's that's basically all I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, I think I think again in my family, like my, I mean both both my parents were very uh, kind and wonderful, um, uh, humane people. Uh, I think of the two of them though, my dad was probably more. Uh, I mean, they were both tender-hearted, but for whatever reason, he I remember him being the more tender-hearted of the two. <laughs> Okay. Um, and and I think that did affect like my view of like masculinity. In some ways, it provides some challenges, because um, because I was very sensitive as a kid, and uh, for better or for worse, I've kind of put a lot of that behind me as an adult, um, or at least I've hidden it better. Um, <laughs> I'm um, still sensitive, but yeah. Anyway, um, I take everything personally. But 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 <laughs> it it's definitely it's made me. You know that that type particular combination may be less rigid about what I think masculinity is, um, and, and on the other hand, my mom was probably, uh, you know, more, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know, probably didn't probably fit the st- the mold of of a feminine woman as much. I don't mean that in a bad way, but just like, you know, she she could be tactful, sure, but she could also be pretty um, assertive. Tiger. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> that was good stuff, though. I mean, I yeah. think I think even that you you're thinking through it out loud there. Sure. Well, kind of shows. Yeah. Um, you know, you get different perspectives from your father and your mother. Yeah. The advantage to having yeah. two different people who are different personalities. Yeah. I yeah, I guess two I, different genders. There's some benefits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have. I guess in a lot of ways, my mom was willing to like tell the truth. Even even if it was more direct and more blunt than people actually preferred, or mm-hmm. that people usually would be, uh, and, and in a lot of cases, you know, people came back afterwards and told her like, "Thank you for like giving it to me straight that way," you know, and, and yeah. you know, I think you know, women might be more inclined to beat around the bush for the sake of sparing her feelings. Anyway, there's another controversial thing Bryce has said, with no, with no data to back it up. <laughs> Mm. It didn't seem that controversial to me, but I hear you. Yeah. Um, yeah, for some people, it's not controversial at all. Yeah, that's for true. Others, for others, it's the worst okay. thing that could ever be said in the that's history a, of bad things said. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I hope none of the listeners think that. Um, so, children with involved dads are more sensitive to people different than them. Uh, more empathy. I think that's kind that's of interesting. interesting. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, also, there's a think point here. It says... Uh, when you have two involved parents, children see how the parents both succeed and fail, and they wind up granting forgiveness for their parents' faults. Uh, that's interesting. Okay. Well, so, yeah. Does Dallin have anything to say? Dallin, mm-hmm. do you think you became more empathetic or... Anyways. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, I guess. Uh... Do, you, do you Do you feel like you're sensitive to people different than you? 
<laughs> yeah. I, okay. I mean, I would hope so. Who would say no to that? Yeah, music? who would say no? <laughs> Down, Down's going to say, I'm sensitive to people much older than me, unmarried types, like single, like, like Paul, a, don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> don't remind them. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I think, I think, I mean, I think it's just the different perspectives again. My dad is a different person than my mom. Yeah. And if I only had one of those examples in my life, um, then I would only really know how to respond to that one type of person. Yeah. But getting uh, a good a good variety um, helps me understand other people and know that there's other types of people with other personalities out there. Yeah. 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 You know, I think I think a lot of what aids the development of empathy. I mean. A, it's like emotional intelligence, which I could talk a long time about, you know, but but people have developed the awareness and the emotional self-control such that they can actually like pay attention to what other people, to other people's emotional experiences. Yeah. Is the Um, reason you can talk a long time about it because you have a lot of emotional intelligence. So much. Like if I had any more, I'd probably explode. Here, you Uh, people who don't have that, take some of (laughs) Rice's. Okay. (laughs) Now I lost my train of thought. Um... Where are they going with that? Uh, okay, so yeah, part of empathy is just aided by developing your emotional intelligence, uh, but yeah. but also, um, you know, I think being exposed to 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 differences, um, you know, and again, even though you know we know that men and women are awfully alike in in most ways, uh, I think you know the differences that are inevitably going to exist, um, you know, seeing how your parents uh, negotiate, negotiate those differences uh, can be very instructive, I think, for, for a person in learning to appreciate, um, you know, different perspectives that, yeah. that might clash. Um, totally. I yeah. think you've got, there's good balance when you have a mother and a father working together yeah. trying to themselves uh, reach a good balance between how, how they want to deal with kids yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, I think the opposite is also true. If your parents are terrible at managing conflict, you know, and let's say they they separate or divorce, you know, or or, you know, maybe they stayed married, but they never really like learned to <laughs> to make peace very well. Um, now, an asterisk, like there's always going to be conflict in any marriage. Um, you know, the, the degree and the frequency yeah. maybe might vary. And there's gonna be, there are gonna be marriages too, and there are that um, it's not as there's one person who has serious problems that is affecting the marriage a lot, and that might cause sure. an end of the marriage. Yeah, that the other person might do everything they can and not be able to hold that together. Yeah, know, but, yeah, that's true. Um, um, but yeah. Anyway, I don't. I can't remember where I was going with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, oh, right. Uh, okay. the, the opposite can be true as well. That you know, if you don't have a good model for like navigating conflict you know based on on your parents relationship then it might cause you to have a, a real deficiency in empathy as well that's which, true. which again i can think of too many people i've had to interact with in my life where they lacked that empathy who also had parents who were who were not uh not well who didn't have a great relationship so anyway. you can probably also learn from uh ways in which your parents you can learn from ways in which your parents succeeded and ways in which they didn't succeed as well. You know, like yeah. you, I'm sure you can 
take lessons from them. Like, okay, that's something I probably would want to do different if I can. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah. It might be it might be difficult, but yeah, even in like generally quote unquote healthy marriages. Yeah, like yeah, uh-huh. there's plenty of that in in my parents' oh, marriages. Oh, sure, well. yeah. ton of it, man. Um, yeah, I mean that's a big part of just putting two people together that are very different. You yeah, know, you're gonna have some of that. We're all rough stones rolling yeah. kind of thing. That's right. Um, and, you know, there's there's a you know there's divine. Uh, the uh, divine design to that. Yeah, I, you know. I agree. Um, the well, I guess kind of the wrap up point that I'll make is that, um, look, there are some benefits that kids get from either parent, regardless of which parent it is. You know, mm-hmm. um, just feeling love from the parent, feeling mm-hmm. caring, reading and playing with the child, kind of things. Some of these things, just just having a parent do this uh, makes a huge impact on life on a kid. But it's also true that. There are uh, distinct benefits that kids get from, specifically from a mother or aunt, or specifically from a father. Mm-hmm. They're different from what they get from the other parent. And that, uh, you know, if you have both parents, uh, you get kind of the full benefit of both of those. Yeah. And if you don't have that, well, that's not the end of the world. Good luck. But, <laughs> no, just kidding. Not the end of the world, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, just things to consider. And, yeah, kind of another wrap-up point, too. If you're... If you're um, in a family situation where the parents are separated or divorced or whatnot, still, if the father figure can still be involved in the lives of the children, this research generally suggests that that's is better. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, um, Dallin, you have any thoughts? No, <laughs> no. I mean, I guess. Uh, I mean, I guess like being exposed to all this stuff when you're young, like. I mean, we've said it a million times. You got to have both sides, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you're not exposed to the different people, different personalities, and not exposed to conflict when you're younger, um, you're not gonna know how to solve conflict when you're older. And mm-hmm. I think having um, a father there to teach you uh, to not give up and to push through and deal with the conflict is really important. No. Yeah. And I'm I'm yeah. grateful that I had that in my life. Yeah. Sure, man. Especially when your dad like gets his belt and he's like, I'll teach you to resolve conflict. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the belt method. That's like that's like the, yeah. the Wonder Years dad. <laughs> no, he never he never used the no, belt. No, he never did that, but he always seemed like he was about to He was always like, angry because he? he hated his job. Sixties. Yeah, and his kids Kevin. Were... <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Anyways, no, he's yeah. still a good dad, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, cool, man. I, I uh, well, thought. Yeah, I go ahead. I can't remember where it went, though. Uh, <laughs> well, we are going to wrap up. So if you, What time we got? Maybe I can remember it. We got, if, how much time do you need to remember? Uh, <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> I don't know. By the way, I feel like we had less jokes in this episode, but I think it's probably because... Bryce is in a lentil coma. Yeah. Oh, I did have lentils night. for brunch. They were so good. It was an MRE. It was a, it was a military ration. And it was, yep. those things have gotten no. better over time. I tell you what. And I asked Bryce, is that from when you were in Nam? And Bryce said, yep, Nam standing for not active not, military. Not actually like, military. Not actually military. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyways, okay. Totally hold on. unrelated. Hang on. Let me try. Let me see if I can figure yeah, out what try I was to, say. Try to revive this. You guys this keep talking about something. Room. <laughs> okay, fathers are great. <laughs> um, Whatever I was going to say probably wasn't that important if I can't remember. I think I already told the story about how my dad used to make me hold a flashlight f- for fixing cars, right? Did I tell that? Oh, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I told that. I was always like the, the helper on fixing cars or mm-hmm. with other stuff. 
I, my dad was always like working on something around the house and he'd be like, Oh, come help, come help me move this stuff. And a lot of times, even like I was, a, I feel like even when I was kind of a little kid, it would be like almost too heavy for me. And I would be a little bit <laughs> fearful that I was going to get injured, <laughs> but I never did. Oh, um, but, I remember what I was going to say. Okay, so <laughs> good job, Dad. <laughs> and we've gone more over our like twenty percent or ten percent, whatever personal stories, obviously. Which maybe yeah. we'll have to keep bumping that up. Maybe I just that, ignore that. Maybe rule. that's what people want to hear. I don't know. <laughs> I've just pretended that it was never a rule. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was a rule I unilaterally said. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, anyway, much. you know, so so my what's interesting? My my dad came from a divorced family. Mm. Uh, his mom did end up remarrying. Um, maybe I shouldn't be airing this dirty laundry. Anyway. Uh, my dad always felt that, um, you know, his stepdad was not, just was not as invested in him as mm. his biological dad was. Mm. Um, and you know, the way he described it, it, he carried some scars from that. My, my dad did. Um, and he didn't really understand that until, or what really brought that home to him. There's this, this book, uh, called the unexpected legacy of divorce, uh, which, involved a longitudinal study about, um, you know, different outcomes for children from divorced families, uh, you know, versus non-divorced. Anyway, uh, I haven't read the book. So again, speaking outside my actual knowledge, but um, the way my dad described it, you know, it kind of turned a lot of conventional thinking on its head back from like the 60s and 70s that like, you know, any, any change to the family structure that is good for the parents themselves you know, is invariably mm. good for the children. And this yeah. found that actually that's not true. You know? Okay. That, you know, if your parents have a have a bad marriage and they get divorced, that's actually, yeah, it could be very good for the parents, but and it could be good for the, the child in some ways too, but there's... Might also be bad for the child. It, that's right. Might also be ways. worse for the yeah. child. Yeah. Yeah, my dad passed away about six years ago. Um, and But he lived a good long life. Mm-hmm. And, I don't, you know, I think if he had passed away earlier in life, I think it would have been really hard for me to deal with uh, a stepdad. And I, I don't know. I mean, he would have had to have been a really cool guy. Um, <laughs> it would have been hard. I think it would have been hard for me just to have a different, just a different yeah. dad, you know? Yeah. I mean, and me, yeah. and me and my dad, like, I felt like we had way different personalities. Uh-huh. Like, we didn't always get along. I feel like I had an extended teenager phase of my life that <laughs> lasted well into my 20s. Man, you and me both. Um, and, and a and, lot of uh, people in our, in our generation. I, sure. I feel know. like, uh, yeah, that's true. We're all, yeah, that's right. Something yeah. like that. So I feel like that affected our relationship to some extent. And I think we had, like, different love languages and stuff. Like, yeah. uh, I think that, like, uh, you know, access service was, like, really big for my dad. And what was Access of service. Oh, okay. And um, not so much for me. Like, yeah. Um, so like I really I really didn't like working on cars, uh, yeah, yeah. and and so you know I probably got less quality time with yeah. my dad that my dad would have liked because I didn't like doing it, yeah. Um, you know, or stuff like that. Like I I, I put more higher priority on like my college studies than like uh-huh. mowing the lawn, you know, yeah, uh, or whatever. And I and I think that was hard for him uh, not having gone to college that maybe didn't get to some extent the pressures of of college classes you know yeah to some extent but uh but even still like um you know i appreciate i appreciate him a lot and um so anyways yeah it would have been hard to follow to i think i think i would have had a hard time dealing with uh, a stepdad i think i would have had a really hard time yeah 
And I'm sure a lot of kids do. Yeah. But yeah. still, you know, what? In, in you just got to try to love them. In a lot of ways, again, you know, back to the idea that just having some sort of parental influence, like, in some ways, it, it's also good, right? Just yeah. If your parents remarry. Um, Another phrase, my, my dad was always working a lot. And when you'd ask him, like, how he was doing, he, he would just be like, ah, just working my buns off. <laughs> so yeah. another great dad phrase. Yeah. Anyways, I would I would add one more thing. Yeah, in case my dad's watching or listening. Okay, which is that also <laughs> you know his experience, um, you know, in his, uh, in his family, that that really encouraged him, that motivated him to, to not be an absentee father in in our family, and I think it really shows. Like he really, um, I mean, there's six kids in my family, and. You know, there's a lot of turbulent times, but he really, you, you knew it was important to him to like be involved. Um, and uh, anyway, and yeah, that makes an impact. That's yeah, we did a lot of stuff together. I've been watching some old like family videos and stuff. We always were like taking family trips, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, yeah, my dad worked a lot. He was always busy, but yeah, we were always doing stuff, and I think that was great. You know, I mean, I don't know. I'm grateful for that now. I'm more grateful for it now than I was back then. Yeah. So, anyways. All right, well. All um, right. Thanks, dads. Thanks, dads. <laughs> thanks, dad. Thanks, Dallin. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Dallin, too. I'm not a dad. <laughs> I know. That's true, but someday you will be. Um, <laughs> all right, well, we'll let you all go, and uh, and we'll be back another time. Yeah, we will. Next Kay. time, we're going to talk about... Uh, Cold War. The other Cold War. That's right. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have a guest on from Russia <laughs> or from somewhere oh, else. Go ahead and that. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll All talk right. to you later. Thanks for the Goodbye. Peace. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app and give us a rating. Thank you.